Hi, my name is Steph. And I'm Gigi. And welcome back to the Girls Room. So welcome back to our podcast. This is our second episode now, and we are super excited for you guys to be back on here and listening. The feedback that we've gotten has been so great and so motivating. And this whole process is super addicting, and we love sitting down and just chatting and having you guys listen to us and The fact that it's enjoyable makes it all worth it, and so we want to keep it that way. So if you guys ever have any more feedback, feel free to let us know on the Instagram, The Girls Room Miami. We want this to be as super interactive as possible, like we said last time. So I really hope you guys are enjoying this so far. Yeah, and I hope that people out there also feel the same way about listening to us you know, ramble about all these things. Yeah, me too. And I feel like this week's topic is going to be a favorite for a lot of people because it's super relatable. So if you want to elaborate on that, let's hear it. Yeah. So initially we thought about doing things or lessons that we learned in college, just because me and you, Gigi, have been to college and you're about to graduate now. So I feel like it was a perfect moment for us to do this. But then we started thinking about it, you know, we can't just say college because at the end of the day, um, and personally, I have a couple friends who have not been to college and yet they have gone through very similar or the exact same situations um, in their life, you know, post high school graduation uh, in general, you know, adult life is kind of a little scary in my opinion. So, it's so scary. I think this is catered. Yeah, it's like catered to everybody, honestly. It's this is the big girl, not the big girl. <laughs> Bro, bye. Bye. This is the big sister gradu- graduation. So like I was trying to say, this, this is the big Dude. sister conversation. <laughs> the giggles are here. They're just going to be here. This is this is real, guys. Um, This is the big sister conversation that I wish I had with someone when I was 18, fresh out of high school and didn't really know what to do. So... We hope that this helps you guys the way that it would help us back then. It's kind of like a conversation that we would love to have with our past self. I think that's the best way to put it. I think that's the best way to describe that. So we came up with 10 things that we think we would like our past selves to know at the time that we graduated high school and things that would help us. So I'm going to start with the first piece of advice, which is, to go after what you love, whether it's college or some other kind of career. I went through this myself and I chose college, but my major isn't a STEM major. It's not something that a lot of people consider need the college experience. I was a theater major and I'm also, I'm a double major. I'm doing communications as well. And making that choice and figuring out that I wanted to do theater didn't come right away after high school. I spent a whole year where I didn't know what I wanted and I thought I wanted to be a preschool teacher. And I did a whole semester where I shadowed and we even worked at a preschool. That's where Steph and I met. And (laughs) (laughs) that brings me back. Yeah. And having that experience, I feel like gave me the knowledge to know that that wasn't the path for me and that's not what I I saw myself doing for the rest of my life even though I loved it and I love kids and stuff but for that I could just be a mom you know 
I don't need the teacher experience. It's not going to be an easy thing for you to decide. And sometimes, you know, sometimes like Steph, you could tell me, did you know right away what you wanted to do after high school? No, at all. Well, my whole path is a little tricky just because, and that's a good segue into my second point, because I think something that I wish I knew was, you know, your path never has to be linear, like whatsoever. And what I went through post high school was, oh, well, I'm really good at, you know, writing and reading. So I want to be an attorney one day. I want to go to law school. And that's exactly what I did in college. I went to um, college for political science and social science education. So I knew I liked education, but I also liked the political world and, you know, anything that had to do with like governmental affairs. That was like right up my alley. I loved that. But as a first gen, you know, nobody really teaches you that there's so many other career paths. And I think that's something that UGG have also been through, you know, in general. Yeah, being a first gen is really rough, especially when you're on the creative side. Because I remember having conversations when I was a child and like, my mom aspired for me to be a doctor, for me to be a lawyer. And as great as those careers are for people... I could never see myself doing that ever since it just was wasn't little. your thing. It was never for thing. everybody. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. And it's not, it's not what sparked the fire in me. What sparked the fire in me was performing. Like I was, I literally would, <laughs> I would watch Britney Spears concerts, memorize her choreography and sing and like have my own concert that my mom would film every weekend when I was five. <laughs> like that was me as a child. And me growing up was the same way. So finding theater was finding that thing that I love to do. And I, I like, that's what lit my heart up. And that's what made me happy every day. And I think and- that major, that combination of majors that you guys have is really good because I feel like, yeah, okay, the theater world teaches you the creative and the performing part, but then the communications part also teaches you how to do well this and yeah. like so many other things that you are just so creative in that it's like I feel like when I speak to you I have all these ideas in my head and I'm like how do I make this happen and then I just give them to you and you just make it happen and it's insane (laughs) how you are able to do that (laughs) it's so crazy and I'm so grateful to live in this generation where social media can be a career and essentially if I could do this for the rest of my life I would be the happiest girl alive like this is this is it this is my career that I would dream of. The thing that sparked me was that I graduated in three years instead of four. And sometimes I think about it and I'm like, okay, yeah, that was super awesome because, you know, I was able to, you know, kind of shave off an extra year of, you know, being in college. But then at the end of the day, it kind of sucked in the way that, you know, maybe if I would have had an extra year, I could have figured out exactly what I wanted to do, you know, before graduating. But it helped me anyway, you know, after I graduated, I took that gap year. And honestly, the experience that I got during that gap year was just insane. Yeah, it helps you figure things out. And that's okay. Like, I'm graduating with a theater degree. And I'm not sure if theater is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Because I found this and I found social media and I found happiness here now. And I'm not saying that theater and acting isn't something that I'm not ever going to do again. I love doing it. But that fire that I used to have is lost and this is what's sparking me right now so if you have those moments where you kind of lose that love for what you're doing it's okay to explore other things and I'm not saying like quit your job and like 
you know, just drop everything and pursue something else, but have a plan and try new things out as hobbies and see if you find things that you end up liking because you never know what's going to spark you next. And it's okay if it's different, you know? I wish somebody would have told me, plan things out, you know, don't wait till the last minute because... Well, first of all, my anxiety sparks up all the time. So I feel like naturally I need to have a plan and I need to write things down and things like that. But I also will tend to, you know, wait till the last minute or maybe not take things so seriously at the moment. It just depends exactly on what it is that I'm doing. So I'm, it just, I don't know, it helps to stay organized and to, you know, kind of have a clear plan on exactly what you're trying to do. Um, and even if you don't know what you want to do, it's fine. Like we've all been through that. And I don't think it's something that's detrimental to what your career may look like or whatever your path may look like in a few years. And it can also like your plans aren't permanent. They're going to change. It's just having something where you know what your next move is. And it's not kind of it helps you not feel as lost, I feel. And Throughout college and that kind of time period where, like, you're really early 20s, you have the time to navigate and change up your plans. And as long as you have a plan where you have a goal that you want to get to, that's all you really need. And then a couple of steps of how you're going to get there. And they don't need to be huge steps. Yeah. And I think it's safe to say that we can move on to our next point. Just because once you have that clear plan and you kind of already know what it is that you're trying to do, I think it's always best and important to stay humble. It's important to stay humble just because you never know what's going to come your way, honestly. And I think just like you were saying earlier, Gigi, like you will never have more time than right now. And I feel like that's super important. And it's been something that's very relevant to me. Because when I was in college, I was doing a lot of internships. Like for those who probably know me really well, you guys know that I was doing a summer internship every summer that I was in college. I was always working, always doing something, always involved with my university. And those kind of opportunities don't come, you know, so easily after that. You know, I feel like towards your late 20s and 30s, that's kind of, you know, you might have an opportunity that it will present itself to you, but it's not as easy or you won't have the, the time to do all that, you know, before. Yeah, I feel like once you hit a certain age, it's kind of like society puts this pressure on you to just have it together. So like by the time I'm 25, I'm going to start feeling that pressure even more. I'm still I'm feeling the, the beginning of it right now as if as I'm about to graduate. It's kind of like I feel like I need to have it all together and those opportunities that you're talking about I for the most part I was so wrapped up in school and classes that I I didn't get the chance to like see what was in front of me and and take those chances until the pandemic hit and like now I'm doing internships and you know I'm getting these jobs you realized it now you know exactly yeah so it's it, it it works yeah and I feel like It's better late than never. So if you're at a point where you're seeing these opportunities and it's something that you want to go after, but for one reason or another, you just feel like you can't just, if you can physically say yes to doing it, just take the risk. And sometimes you're scared of failure and you think it might be bigger than what you can handle. But I promise you, if you fail, that's okay. 
because what's you're gonna try and it's gonna be a learning experience and next time you're gonna be more prepared because you're gonna already know what's coming but if you never put yourself out there and take that risk you're never gonna know what can come of it I agree with you on that because honestly you know even though you were able to realize that you know maybe later on towards the end of your career or your college career I don't think it made the difference because at the end of the day, you know, you're still figuring out what it is that you want, what it is that you like, and these internships are proving exactly what it is. And this new journey that you're doing right now with this podcast as a hobby is just like giving you all, all that more experience for you. And this is exactly why I said yes to this, because I feel like as friends, and I think we're so close, you know, at this point that it's like my duty to like, why would I say no, you know, like, why wouldn't I want to help you? in your career and excel in all these things and to me it's super fun it's something that i enjoy doing so it's like why not and those experiences that you have now are always going to be with you forever like when i did my internship um at that attorney's office a couple summers ago at first i was super scared because our old boss was the one who directed to directed me towards her um and for those who don't know, her name is Janelle. I love her. I don't know if she's going to listen to this ever, but hopefully she does. She's a little older than us, but she is so fun. And I really do see her like my big sister now, this big sister I never had, just because I feel like over the years, our relationship has grown so much and so well. And I am so thankful that I was even able to be given that opportunity to go intern with the with the firm um, and meet her. So even then after, you know, I was offered a full-time position. So you never know those things. You never what know can what happen. can lead. Yeah. Exactly. And if you were to say no, I was about to say no because I was so, you know, worked up with working on, um, at FIU. Like, I really did not have the time. But I, I figured it out, you know? Again, you took the risk and you reaped the rewards from it. And now you've moved on from it. But it was, like you said, a great learning experience. And without it, you don't know what you could be right now you don't know if you would have made the choices like to change your career like that you know you got that experience and now you have a clearer path which I think is so valuable yeah I think it was something that honestly was really impactful in my life and I probably would not be where I am right now and have made the very important decisions that I made you know post graduation um and it's honestly served me for the better. I'm extremely happy with what I'm doing right now with my life and where life is taking me uh, next. I'm so excited for you. And I feel like you. our next point is going to be one of the biggest points for me, which is asking for help when you need it. And that includes therapy because life can get so overwhelming and it's not just career based. It's life. And, you know, you're going to go through so much, whether it's lost, heartache, you're going to have amazing times and make amazing memories. But with the good times, there comes hard times. And it's learning how to go through them and navigate those hard feelings, rather than pushing them down, which I, we mentioned in the last episode is something that I feel like a lot of people do. And People aren't taking the time to just feel their emotions and feel their feelings. I remember we used to work with the preschoolers and something I would tell them all the time is feelings come and feelings go. So whatever you're feeling right now is okay because it's going to be over soon. And asking for help 
is so crucial. And I had never thought about going to therapy in college because it was so taboo. I'm, I come from a Hispanic family. So therapy is like, you, in their eyes, it's kind of like, you only go to therapy if you're messed up. And it's like, no, therapy is so you can work yourself out and, you know, navigate healthily through life. Therapy for me is getting an unbiased opinion but also you have to remember when you go into therapy you can't try to gloss over your life and make it seem like everything's okay because then why would you be in a therapist's office if everything's okay and i had I a crush like, on your therapist so i, I love my him. therapist he was so great and i only went for we him for go. a short amount of time yeah <laughs> he was um he was a person that i admired because he just he listened to me a lot and a lot of the time I caught myself like kind of glossing over some things and making it seem like I'm okay because I wanted him to be proud of me. And that ended up being, I mean like one of the best and one of the worst because it's kind of like that fake it till you make it kind of thing where mm-hmm. I, now I'm at a point where, yeah, like the coping that I did when I was seeing him versus the coping that I'm doing right now with, like things that I'm going through it's healthier and I know myself and I know what I need to do and I know when I need to take space and I know when I need to communicate things and I feel so much better about doing it so I know therapy like helped me a lot but if I could go back in time I would definitely be a lot more raw and honest and brutal with him and with myself because I just I didn't want to feel criticized and that was such a stigma that I took in from that like oh my god if you're in therapy you're messed up I didn't want him to think I was messed up and I I don't think I ever actually said that out loud and I think right now I'm having an epiphany moment it's okay yeah I I I sense that but it's fine and he's never gonna listen to this no so it's fine and I feel like even therapy like if you don't have access to therapy that's also okay because I know therapy can be very expensive the only reason I was able to go was because it was part of our university So I luckily had the privilege of having a free therapist. But if you don't have access to it, again, like you said, you depend a lot on your friends. So having that safe space, I used to always talk about like emotional trampolines. You're one of my emotional trampolines. When I need help or something, I go to you and I can, you help me bounce back. And it's not like (laughs) I'm depending on you, but no, yeah, you know, sometimes you need a boost and it's not looking for validation. It's not any of that. It's just, you need a good support system because you, yeah, you're always supporting yourself, but when you have a system, it's kind of, Mm -hmm. it's hard for like when your base is, you know, getting a little weak or kind of cracking, it helps reinforce your own support system. And yeah, I think it's just important to have someone to listen to you. To listen to. Yeah, exactly. Like I think, that's what's important here because I feel like this time last year I was a mess and I feel like maybe not everybody can notice and I I definitely think I did a really good job at like hiding um, my emotions and like hiding that I was like sad or that I was like kind of like going through this grieving process and I think you and maybe a couple other people were the only support system I really had there was a lot of people in my life that knew what was happening and knew what I was going through and did not hesitate to reach out um 
you know, kind of very superficial in the sense of, you know, not offering me any kind of, you know, emotional support. And I think that that's going to stick with me forever because it was such um, an important moment in my life that I don't think I will ever forget. You know, sometimes you heal by yourself and you learn how to heal through this process because you've never gone through it. But at the end of the day, I'm always going to remember those individuals who helped me and those individuals who were my support system when I didn't even know that I needed that support because I thought that I could do it by myself. And then I quickly realized, no, like maybe you could use a little bit of help from, you know, your friends or um, I try not to show it too much to my family to not worry them. But definitely this time last year was intense for me and it was just a hard year in general and I think that having that support system from you guys without me having to go to therapy was really good and I think that where I am now a whole year later or a little bit over a year later I think I've grown so much in that I think sense. you have too I think you've come a long way and I feel like because you you had that space that you could safely like talk to like you just express your feelings and sometimes you know it's not even through words it's just kind of being there and I remember like you know just sitting in a car with you and just like taking a coffee and just having you there and just being there that was the exact same memory I just had like (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's funny because that was that meant so much to me you literally do not understand how much I needed that in that moment like how much that made me so happy because not everybody is willing to go out of their way especially not in like the midst of like the beginning of the pandemic but you guys were still there for me we really try to because at our age we had never gone through something like that like Mm -hmm. loss is so hard and to see like one of our best friends go through that and like be so sad that was hard for us to watch, but also we knew like our duty as your friend was to be there for you and to listen to you and to care for you. And, you know, oh my God, I'm going to cry. <laughs> That's okay. Like, um, I think it's so important to have those people around you and those moments as hard as they are at the end of the day are a lesson and you figure out who is actually there for you. Mm hmm. Because I know, like, through tough times that I had, like, even through high school, I know who my real friends are. And I know who's going to support me through the good and the bad. Because they're always going to have those people that, that want to be there for the good and don't want to have to deal with the bad. At the end of the day, like, we all have feelings. We all need to express our emotions in a way that is good for us. Alright guys, so we had to take a little break after that little emotional moment. You know, it happens. But we are back and we are going to continue. And our next piece of advice is to accept what the universe brings you, even if it's not what you originally wanted. And this kind of strays away from career for me. And I just had to go through a journey where I had to accept that sometimes people are going to come and then people are going to go and that's okay. And it's not, it's not making enemies or anything. It's just some people are meant to be in your life for a certain amount of time for a certain purpose. And sometimes when you have to let them go, it hurts, but 
if the universe is closing windows and doors for you, it's because it has so many others ready to open. And once you accept that, then they start to open and you can appreciate what is brought to you, you know? I think it'll teach you a lesson in a way where it helps you grow as a person and then you no longer, you thought that you needed that person or you thought that that person was meant to be in your life long run or long term. And they really are not. I think it helps. Um, It's a part of how people grow. And sometimes you tend to outgrow some individuals. It's just something. Exactly. And so many people are at different points in their lives, like you said. And outgrowing people is something that happens so often. And it's something that I think we need to learn how to deal with. Because, like I know myself, I like consistency. And if someone's a constant in my life, losing them is really, really hard on me. And it takes a toll on me emotionally. And just learning how to deal with it and just be grateful for the memories if they're no longer in your life. And appreciating and being grateful that you have so much more to live for and so many more opportunities coming your way with other people or other jobs or whatever it is that you had to let go of. Just accepting it and making peace with the fact that we all have a path in life and sometimes it's going to be hard, sometimes it's going to be easy. And the more you accept it and the less you try to fight it, the easier things are going to feel. And I think that's also part of the way that you are learning to become a little bit more emotionally free and just understanding exactly what it is that you need in your life, who you need in your life, and for what purpose. Not everyone is supposed to be in your life forever, unfortunately. Like That's just how it works. I think that's a really good segue for your next point because it talks about people and we're going to have a whole episode on friendships. So there's going to be more stories there, but I think it's something good to touch base on. So, Yes, I'll elaborate on that. Um, So I wrote down the fact that not everybody we value will necessarily value us back. And that's perfectly okay. You know, not everybody is supposed to be on the same terms as each other. And I feel like this is something that I've probably gone through in my life, maybe like once or twice. I'm the type of person where I, like you said, same as you, like to hold on to friendships because I think like we've already been through so much that it's like, why would something like that or just like a bump in the road, why would that affect a friendship? But it's just like some people knowing like some of your really intimate secrets or just like things that you have um, trusted them with is something that's super important for me personally because it's like I already, you know, made the decision to open up to you. And it's like, oh, well, now this friendship doesn't exist anymore. Um, And I mean, that's okay too. You know, sometimes like we value people or we overvalue them or we want to show them that we accept them and we love them as friends but if they're not giving you the energy back or if like that kind of like dies off within the years I feel like it's just like part of life part of this cycle of like growing into like a different stage in your life if that makes sense yeah that totally makes sense and I think it helps you figure out in the future like those kind of like red flags and knowing who to trust with certain information like I know I can trust you and I can trust like a couple more friends with really vulnerable things that like, you know, that's hard for me to open up to a, a stranger or someone that I don't really know that well. 
Mm -hmm. So if I come across someone and like we hit it off and, you know, we become friends right away, I know myself and I know that, that I need to make that boundary for myself and not share all of that right away until yeah. that trust is earned. And I think those relationships like that tend to be a little chaotic at first because it's like you're so obsessed with each other and you want to be like super close knit friends. But it's like you barely even know that person. So you yeah. have to be like mindful of the fact that, you know, if those friendships and I'm not saying that for, you know, every single situation, because maybe some of those friendships are still, you know, going strong years later. But sometimes like when you tend to get caught up in like a new friendship, it's like you kind of like forget the outer world. And it's like, hold up, let me take a couple steps back. Like, do I even like, you know, do like I like this, this person? person? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hold up. Like, what? Where do, where did like... we go wrong here? Yeah. Like, do I like the person or do I like the energy that they're giving me right now? Because sometimes... Yeah, because everybody likes a new friend. Everybody likes a new relationship. Everybody likes, you know, making new connections with somebody. Obviously, hello. 2021 Gigi is like, either I'm getting what I want and what I'm like giving you, or I'm not, I'm not wasting my energy like that. Like, I have so many things to do. And like this week, has taught me that I have time only for the things that I care about. And if I come across someone and they're giving me that same respect and attention, but I can still live my own life, I feel like that would be the perfect balance because I have so many things that I want to do for myself right now. And when I meet someone romantically, I, I like dedicating my time to them. And I kind of have to learn to balance that and like, Sure, yeah, obviously dedicate time to someone that you're seeing, but also make sure that you're taking care of things for yourself and taking care of your own ambitions in life because Yeah, like don't know, you know. Don't let them take over yeah. everything of you cuz I feel and like that's like go, so stupid. I think being able to accept that people come and go goes along with what you were saying earlier a lot because people can stay but also being vulnerable with someone, it shouldn't stop you. Like, the fact that they might go shouldn't stop you from being vulnerable because, mm -hmm. you know, that's just a part of who you are. But knowing that if you're choosing to be vulnerable with that person, they can go. And that's something that you have to accept, you know? And it's not manifesting that they're going to go, but just being aware that, okay... I'm going to share this information and I don't know if that person's permanent or not, but I'm going to do it anyways because I want to regardless of them being in my future or not. I admire the fact that you are able to just meet guys and have conversations with them and like go through that whole like talking phase with them. Like I cannot do it for the I life of me. Oh, I can't do. Okay. Here's, here's the clarification though. It's not like a talking phase where it's like, what's your favorite color? Like, yeah, because no. I'm tired of telling people my favorite color. Like, I... <laughs> it's not any of that. It's just kind of like... Like, the last guy. The the first conversation that we had was very, like... It was it was high energy. It was... We were joking around. I feel like was, you guys got along. Like, it was we were, going very well. We were vibing, dude. Like, it was very good. And then... I don't know. Guys are weird. That's a different story time. Okay, so since we already touched on being accepted or being okay with not being accepted. Yeah, nobody's uh, ever gonna always like you and that's just it. So the next point is to save your money. And that, that's very practical, straight to the point. I suck at it. I feel like in college I sucked at it. I feel like now I'm getting a little bit better because I'm saving up money. But saving up money doesn't mean like putting 
a whole lot of money in a savings account. It could be depositing like $5 a week and having it total out to like, I don't know, like a thousand something dollars at the end of the year. And then you just, maybe you invest the money. Maybe you do something with it or find just the little things. Yeah. It's just little things. Maybe don't go out to eat every weekend. I used to, we used to always go out to eat. That's me. I'm super guilty. I'm still super guilty of that. And so if you have a, a group of friends that does that and you're, that's your thing, it's not stopping like, oh, dinners, like, you're not just not going to eat, but maybe like, have just be mindful taco of nights where at you're home. going. Yeah. Or like figure out cheaper options, um, do things at home that can save that money. All Everyone pitches in and it's not as mm-hmm. much. Um Finding those little things where you can save a little bit of money and not just go all out. If you have the that kind of disposition for your money, amazing, beautiful. I'm so glad you can eat out every day. But when you're so young and it just you teaches have, you responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And for your future, like you have so much so many things that you have to think about when you get to our age, like your home and a car and and all of these things that just start piling up and you get overwhelmed if you didn't know how to manage your money like in small amounts when you were younger and then you get to these huge amounts when you're older and it's like what what do I do with all of these bills coming in you know and it's just it's hard but you need to start somewhere I'm super guilty of buying clothes I love I have I feel the need to buy a new outfit every time that I have an event or something going on it's just the something thing that... is, it feels like, like, at least us, like, we did themes for birthdays. Like, at least my birthday and, like, our other friend, we did themes. So so we need new outfits. Right. And even if we have outfits that kind of resemble it, it's like, your brain is always like, well, you could find something cuter. You can find something better. Think about the gram pictures. Yep. Think about, like... And then you end up not even posting anything on Instagram. That is the absolute worst. Yeah. It's like, why was I so it. caught up with that? Yeah, I was like, why did I even care? I don't yeah. get it. And but I think saving like, money is, like, important. Because it's, like, sometimes if you don't have that responsibility or you don't learn or teach yourself to be able to set aside some kind of money, um, you obviously never know what's going to hit you, you know, from one day to the next. Like, And it's... I feel like those things, like they'll just come up out of nowhere you know I feel like your life will be like going really great and then those things will just like pop out out of nowhere and it's like important for you to be able to set aside your money know what you're spending and know what you're potentially getting yourself into when you're getting into so much debt or you're you know you want the latest pair of shoes Mm -hmm. and things like that I don't know also if you save money when you treat yourself it's gonna feel so much better because it's not going to be something that you do all the time so if you save up that money and like obviously have an emergency fund but if there's like a little spot in that emergency fund where where you could be like oh well you know I really need that new laptop I need it for school you can take that out and it'll feel so much better than if you were just spending all the money all the time and then felt guilty for buying something that you actually needed that is expensive and you know, like for me, I, I need my laptop for like the things that I'm doing now. So uh, I'm going to go into my savings and buy my laptop when I graduate. That's going to be my little treat for myself for graduation. And I'm so excited. And it's going to be a luxury item that, you know, I would have not have gotten 
unless I would have opened up a credit card or like, you know, financed it. But the fact that I can pay it and just not have to worry about it is so much more satisfying. And I feel so much more responsible, you know, and that in itself is gratifying. Uh, We can move on to our 10th and final um, piece of advice, or I guess whatever we wrote down. And I put this one just because um, I think it's really relevant to myself and to like a lot of people. Um, I put build your quote unquote adult network and be able to maintain it. I put this down because I feel like post whatever it is that you're doing in adult life. So, you know, anything after 18, I feel like life be getting super annoying and for no reason after 18. Because I feel like before 18, I had no responsibilities whatsoever. No care in the world. I had a million friends. It was all great. You know, rainbows and butterflies all the time. Um, But in college, I feel like I made a lot of good connections and a lot of potential people who I still to this day either will consider my friend or just a simple acquaintance that I can just reach out to if I ever need something or if there's something that they could possibly help me on or if I could help them with something and I think you never know when you'll need to reach out to someone or how you can help others and vice versa so it's just something that I think is extremely important because you never want to be out in the world and not know anybody especially I don't know how it may be in other states of this country, um, but definitely in Miami, in a city like Miami, I feel like it can be a little bit clicky, and that's For a good sure. thing and 100%. a bad thing. Yeah. So, and I feel like a lot of Miami people will agree with this, which is a little toxic of a city. Honestly, I just, I don't know. I feel like it's not necessarily like that in other places. I may be wrong, um, because all the other states that I've visited have been like on vacation or just like a trip. So it hasn't really been like I've lived there. So you never really know what's happening in other cities and things like that. But I definitely think that Miami, even though it's such a big city, it can be very, you know, closed off. So it's if you don't know people, you're probably not going to get anywhere. And that's especially, you know, relevant to me and in my career and my field of work. It's very like that. So for me, I've always taken that into account. And I just, I don't know. I'm very a social person. I'm very sociable, I think. And I try to be, come off as approachable at times. So connections, networking, that's always been a thing of mine. I feel like I've struggled with that. Um, I feel like I, I'm also a sociable person. When you first meet me, I'm literally a bubble of sunshine. Like, it's all bubbles here, you know? <laughs> And I feel like that's one of my best traits because it does make me more approachable. But when it comes to connections and keeping up with connections, it's kind of hard for me to follow up and things. And I think this stems from something. I don't know what's going on in my little brain, but I hate reaching out to people because it makes me feel like I'm burdening them, like I'm like bothering them. So I'd rather just not reach out to them so like I'll meet someone I'll think you know it's a great connection and then I just I nothing will come of it because I'm too shy to say anything past that and I feel like there's a lot of people like that because we live in a society where it's you know expected that you do things on your own all the time and it ties back to asking for help and not just like mental help but just asking for help in general and making those connections to help further you 
um that's super necessary and it's not something that you should feel like you know you shouldn't do like like you said connections that you've made have gotten you so far and it's like you never know you have to take the risk of the big lesson in all of this is you you have to take risks in life Um, and it doesn't mean that you know just because i you know have a pretty good network of people doesn't mean that i am by any means you know perfect in the sense that you know if i wanted to reach out to somebody i could i probably could And that's just because I've obviously worked so hard in the last, you know, five years to build this network of people and individuals who are, you know, professionals in any kind of area in their life. You know, I I probably know someone in, you know, a lot of different fields. And to me, it's gratifying because I'm able to, you know, build that connection with so many people. And to me, it's important because, you know, I still get a little bit of anxiety or I will still feel a little shy when I want to reach out and ask for help. And it's something that I'm learning now and especially this new year because believe it or not, you know, even though I think I can do things by myself, I still definitely need help from other people. And in order for me to further my career and really get to the point where I'm trying to be, especially now that I'm in grad school, I feel like I need to reach out to certain individuals who may be able to help me or you know just refer me to somebody who may know someone in my you know in my area yeah and I think that's so important and just feeling like like there's gonna be people that don't want to help you and again like our lesson before that's okay there's gonna be people that aren't gonna be receptive to you as a human being and not really care that you need help or maybe they're just busy and maybe it's not even like a personal thing but if you don't try, you'll never know. And that's that's the biggest part of this lesson that I feel like should be highlighted. Like, just try to make those connections and see where they take you. And then you can kind of pick and choose. Once you get to know more people, you can kind of guess who is more willing to, to help you and who you're more comfortable reaching out to. And then once you have that, it's kind of easier to branch out and use your connections to make more connections and then and so on and so forth. I feel like we should close off now. (laughs) Yeah, I think so too. I think we spoke a lot this episode and I don't know how it's going to go when I go in and edit. But if you're still listening, then thank you so much for joining us on our second episode. We really hope that you guys enjoyed listening and that this inspires you to subscribe and keep up with us and want to listen to more of our podcast. Um, I really hope you guys got something out of it, whether it's, you know, relating to one of our stories or, you know, hearing advice that you hadn't heard before and that might end up helping you. And as usual, please make sure it's that you guys keep up with us in the meantime on Instagram and TikTok. I know that's, you know, two main platforms that we're definitely going to be using a lot. And hopefully we can be very active and interactive with you guys um in order to further this and I'm, I'm really excited for all of this yeah i'm so excited to create this community with you guys the handle for both is at the girls room miami so both for tiktok and instagram you'll be seeing so much from us and we're gonna get better at this we you know need time to plan things and make sure that this is the best quality that we can make it 
because we want this to be something that we're proud of and something that you guys are proud of listening to. But for now, make sure you subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, which should be up by now, please rate us and leave a review. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye, babies.